Hey everyone, it's Cole Okersey, and welcome to my podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the future, specifically the future of self-driving cars. Later in the podcast, we will interview Chase Okersey. Yes, he's my brother, but I do believe he'll have some very informative things to share with us coming from the perspective of a driving instructor. For now, let's get into the topic. Self-driving cars, also referred to as autonomous vehicles, are driverless cars with the ability of sensing its environment or maneuvering safely without any human input. The future is here, people. Companies are beginning to shift their focus towards autonomous vehicles, and many companies already have options for nearly autonomous vehicles. These companies like Tesla, Cadillac, Nissan, BMW, Infiniti, Volvo, Mercedes, Toyota, and many others. These cars already have the capability of doing things like staying in their lane on highways, automatic braking when a vehicle stops ahead, and maintaining vehicle speeds. There's still plenty more that car manufacturers have to figure out before they're able to push out a fully autonomous vehicle, but we'll save that for a different episode. Today, we're going over the question, if self-driving cars become safer than human-piloted cars, should we even be allowed to drive? This might not be for many more years to come. However, it's an interesting topic to discuss nonetheless. In my interview with Chase, we go over the hoops that autonomous vehicles have to jump through to match the human brain. We discuss whether distractive driving will be legal in the form of texting or consuming alcohol. And we talk about issues that could arise with fully autonomous vehicles in the future. But now, let's get to the interview. Today I'm interviewing with Chase Okersey. He's a driver's ed education instructor who recently started in his field. He is 24 years old, looking to start his own driver's ed business. Chase, welcome. Thank you. The question we are discussing today is if self-driving cars become safer than human-piloted cars, should we be allowed to drive? But let's start with your career path. Why are you interested in starting in a field that could be obsolete in the near future? Well, you know my hope is that it's not obsolete in the future right <laughs> i don't think i'd be uh i don't think i'd necessarily be, be pursuing it if i if i thought that um but i guess that you know there there there's parts of that that kind of weigh on my mind a little bit i think even if just driver education becomes extinct let's say 10 20 years down the road mm. um i think i think that there's still more that would come with with that field with the education of the automobile industry of sure. some sort whether it's um whether we're driving ourselves or not there's still things that i think uh will be important to learn um whether that's more on a voluntary basis or something like that there's going to be people that want to that want the information still that's that's my imagination that's what i'm that's what i'm predicting so hopefully i'm right so do you see do you see the driver's ed business evolving the driver's education classes evolving from what it is right now yeah i mean i think you're already seeing that a little bit where people are trying to have a little bit more of a focus on like specifics like defensive driving or maybe there's a driver's ed organization that only employs police officers because there's some level of experience or knowledge that you're getting from them that maybe you wouldn't get from just your layman like me yeah Um, right but uh I think, uh, yeah, I think that there's still there's already some kind of niches that are starting to form a little bit. From a driver's, from a driving instructor's perspective, do you trust fully autonomous cars? Right now, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
I don't know. I think I, I always, I, I really like the topic. I really like considering the conversation because, um, it, it doesn't seem like we're too far away from that. Hmm. I think that there's, uh, I think, uh, we're, we're, we're maybe reaching a point where that's becoming closer to a reality, but we're definitely not there yet. And that's why I would say, I, I don't think I trust it at this point. Sure. I think that there's things that it does really well. And anybody that owns, you know, the, the Teslas or the high end BMWs or the Audis or whatever they are, um, that have self-driving features or the, like the adaptive cruise control, mm-hmm. I think they'd tell you that it works great. And I would agree with them, but it works great. Um, like if you're driving, if you're doing highway driving, sure, you know, not sure. necessarily city driving, it, it works great for that. And also, you know, it, yeah. Anyway, that's 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 kind of what we're getting into. That's that's a curious thing. So and so, what hoops do does autonomous driving have to jump through to match what everyday drivers already know how to do? Well, our brains are obviously we go through. It's it's really complex what's happening in our brains when we're driving. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen some very interesting videos of, you know, that that have been put out by Tesla or or whoever else that show basically what the car sees, and it's sure. so interesting to see like green boxes here and red lines mm-hmm. here and numbers and zeros and ones and all of this stuff that's happening in our brains kind of translated into com- computer language, right? Um, and it makes sense because it's really, really complicated what's happening in our brains. If you think about it, we're checking in front of us, we're checking behind us, we're scanning intersections, we're um, we're uh, doing motor functions like yeah. controlling the gas and the brake and doing the blinker and doing all of this stuff all at the same time. Um, and it's it's yeah, it's a lot. It's really complex. Uh, but the the problem with that with us is you know there is a human factor like right. like we are very far from being perfect at it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, in fact, I would almost argue that we're bad at it. I mean, if there's X amount of death, fatal crashes in America each year, I, I, as an instructor, I guess I should know that actual number, but I don't, <laughs> um, you know, there's, but there's a, there's a large number of fatal crashes that happen each year. And that's a sign to me that we're bad at it. Right. right. We're, we're not good <laughs> at driving and we're, we're not good at certain things about driving. Now, maybe that's a generalization. Obviously there's people that are better than others, but um, anytime that there's death anywhere, I think we have to step back and start to ask the question. Some of the more difficult questions that we don't want to ask, like, um, you know, should we be doing, should we be doing this? If there's sort of a so way out, yeah, yeah, if, right. if there's a, if there's another road we can take, um, maybe we should actually look into that road. Hmm. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. So what are what are some different types of accidents like that you think autonomous vehicles would help prevent? Uh well, rear end collisions. Hmm. Um how would how would it help prevent something like I that? I mean, you're already seeing that a little bit. I think I you know, you see videos of cars that have stopped themselves hmm. uh like on a like here's here's the thing. When if if the car if I'm following someone really closely, if it's me and I'm tailgating quote-unquote somebody uh and they slam their brakes on i better be on my toes because now my brain has to react to it which takes you know arguably about a second and a half for me to react to something and then i have to move my foot to the brake and then i have to hit the brake and then the car has to screech to a halt and all of that takes precious time that i'm now getting closer and closer to that car that slammed their brakes sure so removing the aspect of my human fact of my brain having to respond and 
giving that responsibility to the car has actually made a big difference. You know, now the car does the thinking for me. And the second that those brake lights come on, this is a robot now responding to it, right. which is very capable mm. of doing it quicker than what my brain can. And then it slams the brakes on right when that happens. Um, so rear end collisions is one of the big things. And honestly, like if you're going to even be more broad, I'm sure that automated automated vehicles are are protecting against distracted driving sure. right? because a lot of the rear end collisions these days are maybe because someone's looking at their phone mm-hmm. or, or uh, maybe they have a passenger or food in the car or something like that that's taking their attention off of the road so uh, now the car is capable of kind of <laughs> babysitting us a right. little bit and, and mm-hmm. maybe that I, I don't think that that should be the case uh, I always try to maybe this is a little bit of a rabbit hole but I always try to kind of change the perspective a little bit and point the mirror back at myself and think uh, you know, the fact that car manufacturers have to include these features in the car is telling me something about my ability sure, to drive. Yeah. Like they have to include these self-stopping features. They have to include features where my blind spot is getting checked for me. Or if I start drifting into another lane, it pulls me right back into mine. Mm-hmm. That means that all of those things happen frequently enough that they have to include <laughs> features of right. the car to do it for me. Now, it's great because they work, those features work, but the the sad thing is there's a a large amount of people that can't afford cars that have those features, so it's still our responsibility to do that, and we have to be extra careful knowing that, you know, car manufacturers think this is a big enough problem that they have to fix it themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyways. It seems as though people tend to be concerned about the safety of autonomous vehicles, but in reality, where we're at right now, the autonomous vehicles are fixing our mistakes. They're the ones who are checking up on us and our driving. We're making the mistakes, and the autonomous vehicles are correcting us. Yeah, it's not about people are too people are quite concerned these days of whether you know the correction that they have to make versus right. They're actually correcting our mistakes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you meant you mentioned about the the how expensive the autonomous cars can be. Do you foresee the government buying back non-autonomous cars in the future? Um, I I don't foresee that, really. I don't know. I mean, it depends on how fast the technology advances, I guess. Um, but, you know, people are going to get people are going to get pretty upset, I think, if if They're there's forced. any any forced buybacks on cars. I mean, there's. I, I love driving too. Yeah. I wouldn't like that very much. So I think that's always going to be the wall that we run into is, you know, America is the land of the free, right? <laughs> we, we want our freedom. We want to be able to, we don't want anybody telling us that we can't drive or, or whatever. Um, I think it's an interesting question to think if the car is better at this than we are, like, should the government should we buy be? it back? Yeah. Should, they, should, they? should they be allowed to take that's that? That's the question we're going over. So yeah. Us? Yeah. But um I don't I don't foresee it happening honestly. I but I I I could be wrong. Here's the thing. You know, there was a time when like seatbelts weren't a requirement for right. cars. There was a time when airbags weren't a requirement for cars. These things all start to become standardized and now every car needs to include them. So I think in a couple of years they're going to say, "All right, backup camera." Mm-hmm. Actually, I think backup cameras are already required. Uh, backup cameras are required. They're going to start cars, saying, you're saying? In newer yeah, cars, sure. yeah. They're going to make that a standard. They're going to make another standard, the automatic stopping. Okay, now that's a standard. Eventually, they're going to make the lane change, the lane keeping feature a standard, and then automated cruise control, 
or the adaptive cruise control is going to be a standard in every car. And then maybe we'll get to the point where they're making autonomous driving a standard in sure. every single car because that's the safest way to go about it. Um, what's the movie? The the Will Smith movie. It's uh, iRobot, right? Mm. Where, where uh, I think they have the capability in that movie of taking taking over and driving the car. <laughs> but... It, everybody knows that it's kind of stupid to do it because mm-hmm. it's dangerous right. right? for you to drive yourself when the car can do it so much better. So I think maybe that's more realistic where, uh, <laughs> of course, They're I'm talking about a sci-fi speeds, movie, right? but, like, yeah, but... but, but um, where you have the option to either have autopilot on or autopilot off mm-hmm. and people just begin to recognize, like, I'm kind of putting myself at risk by turning off the autopilot right now. Right. Um, maybe that's more of a reality, but I don't think it's ever going to be a requirement that you're not i don't think they're ever going to restrict you from having that like being able to drive mm-hmm. i don't see that happening so sure. with with uh you were talking about how uh, manufacturers were sl- will slowly start adding these um functions in these cars and so it'll take even longer for that for these cards then to come um into you know second hand third hand use like as because when i'm buying a car i rarely buy or couldn't even dream of buying a completely new car I'd buy, you know, secondhand car, something with under 150,000 miles. It's going to take even longer for those cars to come in yeah, to like fruition. And, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, no, no kidding. I mean, that's that's the unfortunate thing. And again, the sad thing about all of this is, obviously, I spend a lot of time with new drivers. I mean, in Michigan here, it's 14 years old, almost 15 years old when you're able to start driving. And, you know, a 15, 16-year-old is not going to be able to afford your 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 like self-driving cars they're none of like yeah. there's there's no chance that that's going to happen i mean i guess there's always a chance but they're it's very unlikely and of course 16 year olds and 17 year olds are like the most the high highest risk group of people out on the road because of the lack of experience mm-hmm. so we're giving the the inexperienced drivers the, the most dangerous cars, cars. Sure. yeah the most dangerous cars at this point that's already happening um and that's that's obviously like really unfortunate it's hard for me to see i I wish there was a way to uh, maybe we're already seeing this a little bit but kind of drop the price on some of these features that are ultimately keeping everybody safe and ultimately saving lives Mm -hmm. um there's yeah so that's that's kind of a catch-22 i guess so uh switching topics here um talking about what will be let's say we run into a future where autonomous vehicles are a thing um talking about distracted driving and uh, drinking while driving would drinking and driving uh while intoxicated be illegal if if the autonomous cars if they were fully autonomous could we drink and drive still do you foresee that happening yeah i mean that's a curious question i i really i don't think that that would ever be legal um and i i think that you know i'm sure your follow up will be about texting and driving and stuff like that right. too um I mean, both those things are illegal. I, I know for sure in Michigan they're illegal, and I'm I'm fairly certain almost throughout the whole United States, texting and driving is illegal. I know drinking and driving is, but um, uh, I I think I think it it should always be illegal because I think that if we have to take over, um, take take the wheel back again, and we're intoxicated, and that's going to be trouble. That so be trouble. if you're in the driver's seat, you know you should never be on your phone. You should never be drinking. You should never be drunk. Um, I don't think that that, I, I really, really highly doubt that that'll ever be a legal thing to do. 
So that's a, I mean, it's a, it is, it's a good question because if we're not in control anymore, then should those things be right? Who cares? But, um, but ultimately there's too many lives at risk for us to be able to even allow that. So even if the cards is, has control, I mean, I think about like, um, like an airline pilot or something like that, who, you know, these, these airplanes is, I don't really know what I'm talking about necessarily, (laughs) but, uh, my, my understanding is that they basically fly themselves sure. at this point, you know? Um, but you would never want your pilot to be plastered, right? <laughs> right? No. To be, just to be drunk or to be not paying attention or anything like that. Nobody would ever want that, right? Because on the off chance that someone does have to take over and has to land the, the plane or do what they have to do, uh, on that very unlikely chance, they need to be ready for that. And mm-hmm. that's how it's going to be with driving, I think, forever, where in the unlikely chance, even if we do have just the the greatest technology for automated cars and the unlikely chance that we do have to grab the wheel and we do have to take over if there is still a steering wheel that is hmm. um we need to be able to we need to be like conscious in order to do that of course yeah are there any other issues that you see in the future with self-driving cars uh let's see any other issues um you know it's easy to look at all of the information that's out there um and all of this the statistics and kind of like aggregate it all into one like big category of Mm -hmm. like you know uh based on all of this information self-driving cars are safer you already see that like oh the amount of the crash rate has gone down Mm -hmm. um with i guess the crash rate is lower with cars that are driving themselves on the freeway than cars that are not driving themselves on the freeway, okay? Even if you're limiting it to that specific group, it's true. Um, cars that drive themselves right now, like Tesla specifically, mm-hmm. there's less fatal crashes in highway and freeway driving um, in these automated cars than there are highway and freeway driving without the automated cars. Um, but the the thing is, the thing we have to take a step back and realize is that people are like still dying, mm-hmm. right? Like, sure. like that's ultimately, even if the number is lower in the, in the self-driving cars, there's still people dying. Still like, be, yeah, people if, have still died. If you're driving um, at 70 miles per hour in a car, yeah. small car vehicle, there's, there's going to be an accident, no yeah. matter how safe the vehicle says. Right. So, so, I mean, it, he, these are real people with real families and, you know, looking at just all of the information as just a big, like mess kind of, or a, a kind of organized statistics or whatever you want to say it's easy to overlook the fact that like yeah people are actually like even it with the technology now people are still dying and as long as that's happening um then you know maybe we still have to be careful with this and and obviously other issues with self self self-driving cars come back to my own job like what Mm -hmm. does driver education look like what is you know teaching people teaching students safe driving habits how is that going to change um i i i mean it's so hard for me to picture a world where people don't want to learn to drive mm-hmm. um i think there's always going to be people be people who want to learn to do it but i i i i'll say even like this might surprise some people but like um even in the past 5 years like the amount of uh students who get their license at 16 years old has dropped pretty dramatically mm. um People are waiting till they're 18 or they're waiting even later than that because like they just don't have the desire that maybe people who grew up in the 80s or 90s did. Um, 
that's that's a reality that we're already facing right now. And I think, I mean, maybe that doesn't have anything to do with self-driving mm. cars. Maybe it's just, you know, they have entertainment and other sure facets like cell phones and and things like that. But um, we'll see. I could be wrong about that. I could I could be wrong. Maybe people won't want to learn to drive as bad as I as as bad as I think they will. But I don't know. It's We'll see what the whole education side of it looks like. And you think that the, in terms of the driving and the kids who are getting their licenses, you think that has to do a, a deal with the location in which they're in? For instance, a kid who lives in the city has more public transport versus a kid who lives in the country in a small town. Yeah, yeah. I think that, you know, that's that's a, that's uh, something to consider. I mean, obviously, we, we grew up in the Midwest, uh, and there's some big cities in the Midwest, but I kind of picture you know, driving as more, maybe more of a necessity than someone in, a, in one of those bigger Big cities. cities. Um, so maybe we'll see some of these features blow up in, in bigger cities more so than we'll see them kind of in the, uh, in the middle of, in the middle of America. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Well, Chase, I appreciate you, uh, talking to me today. That was, I hope you, you all learned something today and, uh, yeah, I'd like to thank you. Yeah, yeah, thanks for the questions. It's fun to it's fun to think about some of this. Stuff. Of course. This podcast was produced by Cole Overseed. The sound design was done by Cole Overseed. The editing was done by Cole Overseed. And the music was by Keep Calm and Podcast. Thank you for listening and enjoy your day.